Hey, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Bada do da bum 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 I don't always know the words. I don't know the words to English songs, no less non-English songs. For me, it's like Feliz Navidad, bum bum bum. Feliz Navidad, oh Feliz Navidad, and then uh, some other words in Spanish. Welcome to Cooking Something Good, episode number 101. We are deep inside the holiday season. Special thanks goes out to Montague Webworks, our programmers, our friends who helped us out with our website this week, got us out of a jam. Thank them very, very much. And this week, next week, got a big party going on. You're living in the 413, especially in the Hampshire, Franklin County area. You want to go to Smithsonian and let them cater your party the smithsonian chowder house in hetfield massachusetts check them out online and i think you'll be you'll be pleased do i have i thought i had that number anyway smithsonian chowder house you can find them at our site too csgbn.com or just look them up it's great catering the best i mean we've been using them for years for our christmas party and even if it's not, even if it's just a supplement, uh, your own preparation, your own cooking. Smithsonian Chowder House, I think you're going to love it. I really do. Hey, this week, we've got the roundtable. Andrew Jorgensen, Joe Rondina, and I sit around. We talk about some great Christmas recipes. Joe talks about some of the great holiday happenings in the greater Boston area with Boston Concierge. Uh, Andrew is going to talk about what's fresh, what's hot going on in the Northwest. And like I said, we're all going to share our recipes. It's all on today's episode of Cooking Something Good. So magically, I love doing shit like that. It's like I'm it's like I'm holding the piano. I'm playing the piano with my right hand, and I'm keeping the dog from jumping with this hand. What the hell am I doing? doesn't make any sense. Let's start the show right now. Hey, it's time for one of my favorite segments. Andrea Jorgensen here, Seattle to Sunapee. Hopefully, Joe is going to be joining us so we can talk a little Boston okay. concierge. We have the round table. I like the round table. I like when we get around it and all three of us kind of chat about food. Because it's yeah, my favorite, favorite subject in the whole world. It's my <laughs> favorite subject. And the older I get, you know, it moves ahead of other things that I love, right? Well, I mean, young, of course. Yeah, when you're a young man, you love certain things more. You know, in your 20s, there's some things you love to do. And as you get older, you know, it kind of balances out. And when you get a lot <laughs> older, you're like, no, no, I'm tired. I'm just going to have food and go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Christmas time. People yeah. get all psyched up about the big party or the big meal on Christmas Day. And they yeah. forget day after we got to eat. If you eat at 7 o'clock or 6 o'clock or 5 o'clock on Christmas afternoon, what are you going to make in the early lunch, late uh, breakfast, brunchy kind of What do you got? Uh, So growing up, we were involved a bunch in like uh, church services and stuff. And we always did like the Christmas Eve ones. So there was like a 5 o'clock service and a um, 6.30 service and then like a 10 o'clock service. So there was no good time to like do a meal. Um, so my mom would always do hors d'oeuvres 
for Christmas Eve. So we yeah. could just like eat quick and like, you know, between meals and whatever. And that way it wasn't like, okay, well I have to keep this warm or I have to like time it correctly or whatever. It was just like, here's your stuff. So uh, that's kind of my take. Uh, Christmas Eve, we do hors d'oeuvres. Uh, we do, I do a charcuterie board. I do like, you know, veggies and like this stuff like that. So people can just like pick and like, you know, I got two little kids, so we don't really sit down for meals. <laughs> Not long enough. It's just like, you know, grab a piece of cheese and run, you know? So like, it's it's good for everybody. You know, they, everybody can take what they want and, you know, go at their own pace and stuff like that. So that's our Christmas Eve sort of thing. Uh, Christmas Day, if it's just like my immediate family, like the four of us, like we don't really do anything big. I'll do something big for like breakfast that we can like, eat it like while we're opening presents with the kids. So it may be like, you know, like French, like a Grand Marnier French toast casserole, or maybe like, you know, cinnamon oh, Something rolls as simple anything. as that. Talk talk about, talk about the process of making that. <laughs> it's hard enough to say, if someone wanted to make that, tell them how they would do it. Oh, please uh, hold, so please hold. My, huh? Please hold. Here comes Joey Claus. Here comes Joey Claus. Joe Rondino is here. Can you see Joe him? Rowe, huh? He's coming. Joe! Hey, how's it going? Joe How has taken time out from work. Just a couple of minutes to join us, so we're going to interrupt you. And Joe, we're talking about, and I got to go and I get to interrupt. We're talking about those gaps in Christmas. And, you know, everyone has these meals planned post-party, night before, Christmas Day. But there are the gaps where there's, they're like, oh, yeah, I forgot that it's six hours, two or since the last meal. What's your go-to on, on a holiday any any this time of year um, to kind of fill in the gap and you have to walk us through the recipe you have to t walk our audience <laughs> through the recipe and i'm so proud of myself because i'm more bald than you are today yes <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Enough. Wait, hold. repeat that question again dave like my what, what's your go-to you know if you had to say it's six hours before we eat christmas meal or it's six hours since we eat christmas meal what would you, what would your go-to be? Well, it's, and it's not a, it hasn't, have, it, it can't be a big meal because you're about to eat or just ate a big meal. What's your fill in the gap kind of, of, of meal on a, on the holiday season? I was about to say, I'm not even sure if I have one of those, man. It's just basically, oh, no. if I, if I'm honestly thinking about it, you know, if I'm honestly thinking about it, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, obviously you're about to have a big meal and everything else. I'm not going to lie. I am a massive sweet tooth person. So usually, it's like, you know, <laughs> I, I'd say it's like, if there's a slice of either like an apple or pumpkin pie, it's like, I'm just going to go have a slice of that. And then that's like save yeah. the yeah. rest of that. Good. Yeah. You know, it's like Wheel of, what's that exactly. show? Where they go, good answer, good answer. Not Wheel of Fortune. It's, uh, what's the name of that show? Steve Harvey. And they have the two families and they have to guess. Name breakfast because I was like, there's fruit, there's uh, you know, some eggs in there, there's protein, right? Like, I know, but that is a good no, answer. It's, but the show I'm it's thinking always about, funny. Go ahead. What were you saying, Dave? No, oh, I was just going to say it's <laughs> it's funny because you know, gotta justify like the holiday seasons with whatever we're eating because it's like hey, it's okay, there is some nutritional value in this, even though there is a plethora of sugar and fats and everything on else, but hey. A little bit. A, a, it's better a, a, than a donut, right? Yeah. Or at least on par. Is it better than a donut? I think donuts are good for you anyway. Oh, well, I think foods that make you happy are good for you. Hey, Joe, while we got you, I know you're on a break here. Um, when you talk about non-food concierge kind of a thought, 
uh, if you're in the Boston mm. area, what are some things to do, some places to go? Say you're in in town for the holiday to visit relatives and you don't know the area well. What are some good ideas for people to do in Boston during the holiday season? Oh, isn't the Absolutely. Nutcracker going on now? The Nutcracker look like oh. is actually going on over there. <laughs> you know the Nutcracker song? Yeah, do you know the words to the Nutcracker song? Bump, 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 bump. Dave do so D A V I D D U I C A U. It's me. It's true. It's true. My name. My name is true. My name is Dave do so Joe. Oh my God. I was about to say, well, I was about to say, you're going to have to let me know about the Dave do so version because I didn't hear that unless maybe I need yeah, to check my hearing. I, I made it up. My, my daughters were in the Nutcracker every year forever, but you know, what else, Joe? We didn't, we didn't, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. What are, what are the other things that do? Oh, the Nutcracker is yeah. always great. Always a good one if you're looking for the uh, theater shows. Um, in regards to a couple of districts, there's actually the seaport right now. They have something called Snowport, so they actually have it set on up where it's basically a winter wonderland. So they have it decorated with a variety of lights. There's a bunch of local little spots um, that are kind of selling their goods on over there, and little kind of like shacks slash hut areas. And then also um, they set up kind of like a small little like ice rink where like there's like some little kids that can kind of just play around in it. So that's a cool little spot to go to um, for sure. Um, for those that are closer to uh, South Boston, not to be confused with Southie, by the way. I, that's so confusing. <laughs> they should just clean that. <laughs> Never even when I lived there, it didn't make sense to me. Oh, yeah, definitely. Over in the Soa District right now, they also are doing their own little winter festival. Um, that's really quite cool. So actually, I went to that one um, last week. And actually, I definitely want people to, to definitely check it on out because there's a couple of little uh, things going on over there. So outside of food, they have a variety of people that sell like a variety of goods, like everything from homemade candles um, to uh, which caught scarves because you know, it's wintertime, starting to get cold here in Boston, so you can't go wrong with the winter attire. And then, um, yeah, jumping onto the food side, because, you know, make foodie, do all times and everything on else. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's actually a, quite a few really, really cool spots that are located here in Massachusetts. I actually want to talk to you about that. Um, so we'll talk about that a little bit later. But um, one of them, for example, is this fantastic place called uh, Crack. Not to be confused with the drugs. Don't do drugs, kids. Just want to <laughs> let you know that. <laughs> hey, come um, and get your yeah, crack no. here. <laughs> what a name. Exactly. So it's actually an Irish band. I'm trying to see if I can get the whole bottle on here. So yeah. um, what happens, the gentleman on over here is from Massachusetts. He went to Ireland um, and he just drew like an inspiration for like sauces. So he started his own little uh, company. And this one right on over here is one that I actually wanted you to try. It's a golden pumpkin sauce. So he actually uses like homemade pumpkins inside of there. Um, he actually uses ghost chili peppers. So it has a bit of a heat kick to it, nice. um, which is really, really good. And then like he uses like a variety of other things um, that are local here. If I'm not mistaken for this one, uh, yeah, no, honey, carrots, water, ginger, um, apple cider. Uh, so it has a nice Ooh. little savory kick to it do they have an yeah do they have an email that people can go to or a, i'm sorry a web page people can go to yeah absolutely um i was going to say if anything attached with this episode for the youtube um section i was going to go give you the details on the soba district because unfortunately it is going to end on the 11th that's the last day so definitely want to try to get people on over there before it does close down but yeah. each one of the like areas um i'm going to go give you the website for so that way people can go 
online, kind of figure out where they are and everything on else. Okay, so we'll put um, that down here. You can click down here, and hopefully somebody smarter than me has put it down there. <laughs> you, you'll, you'll, <laughs> the different websites. Yeah, click on the, yeah. exactly. yeah. the website below, everyone, and then you'll be able to see this stuff. Another really, really great one for those who have a sweet tooth, again, got to go bring down up because you can't say that enough, is there's actually this place called um, McCray's. It's actually, um, if I'm not mistaken, located in uh which got well it's also here in boston i want to say it's in revere but i don't believe it is in revere um but it's close by they actually do like a variety of different caramels so um this is kind of their little family pack one that they have okay we're gonna um, we're gonna so... put that we're gonna put that one down here too because <laughs> if you follow joe's directions you go to revere and they're just going <laughs> in concentric circles until later you find the exactly yeah no you'll definitely have a uh, directional sense for all that but again yeah. they're going to be there until december 11th at soa uh for the winter festival on over yeah. there and yeah no um again uh for their caramels they do like everything from like a dark roasted uh mocha uh rosemary truffle sea salt um, a maple one, and then a classic Cape Cod sea salt, which is probably my favorite on over there because yeah, sweet and yeah. salty is always a great little. You mix. can't go wrong with sweet and salty. Nah. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. What's the? My daughter said she went to the winter market. Said she was. Should, do you know what that is? I was going to say she may have it winter. Wrong. She may have it wrong too. She may be calling it something wrong. Gotcha. Because I was about to say, so was the Winter Festival. That and Snow Park are the only two major events that I know of they're going uh, on, at least in the Boston area, currently, to my knowledge, right yeah, now. Yeah, probably had the name wrong. Of course, can I buy a Christmas mm -hmm. present with your American Express card? I'm at the Winter Market. <laughs> That's what I got. <laughs> <laughs> it's better. <laughs> can I buy a Christmas present for myself on your American Express card? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you, at least you don't have to go shopping. While you're at but it, I, buy a freaking car. I mean, no. You know, you, the gift that keeps on giving, Dave, I mean, is about to say, you spending your own money for your own gift. I know. <laughs> I'm such a soft. They know I'm a softie, too. That's the problem. Even that they're grown now, I'm still a softie. Of course. Yes. Never ends. It never ends. Anyway, never ends. so those are some great ideas. And Joe, you'll email all this, and we'll give it to our production team, and they'll put it underneath so people can find all these places. Wow, your lips moved, but nothing came out. That was great. I'm a magician. What You're can I say? You're back. Uh, anything else that you have? Um, for the winter times right now, uh, no, just uh, theater shows. Um, and then, like I said, the two markets, yeah. um, like I said, because they're, they're going to be going on for a while. Um, so those are basically the main points of interest that i definitely check on out during this time um i was going to go say if you did want to go see uh the tree over on uh which called uh boston newberry i know they decorate that for the holidays too so if people yeah. are just looking for a place to kind of walk around that's also going to be another yeah, good spot to just shopping. check out yeah there's always so many oh, yeah. places to shop in the city oh 100 not just the big getting on the frog pond like the whole shebang yeah yep and then you've got the definitely you know, you've got the outlets you got the malls and you've got so many great you know, go down newberry street and all this and everywhere in boston there's mm -hmm. so many great little and then you can head over if you're an italian part part italian like me you can head over the north end and just eat your way through eat your way through it yeah, yeah. So didn't we Nothing do that this summer we ate our way through the north end yeah the three of us did that this summer that was great and you can't yeah. go wrong I mean, <laughs> it, there's just no bad choices especially if you have a sweet tooth it's a great mm -hmm. place. oh yeah yeah i love my friend's restaurant i love that he does this and i you know i don't know if, if you guys feel the same <laughs> way but my friend we I, we went to carmelina's right 
Is that where we went? Did we go to Carmelita? No, we went I think to you stopped in to say hi, but we didn't. Yeah, we didn't eat there. there. Great food. We yeah, we didn't get chance. Yeah, we ended up going to Harvest. But on his menu, mm-hmm. and it's a great menu. He's got acaloids uh, up and down. But it says uh, we don't offer a dessert because there's so many great dessert places throughout the North End, uh, great Italian dessert places that we hope you go out and support them. Awesome. Them, you support them they support it it supports all of us so i thought that i like that i thought that's yeah. that's really great that's, nice. that's a community that cares about its neighbors for sure yeah but mm. and i i mean come on you go to any one of those places and it's just forget like gelato and all kinds of cookies so how many cannolis did we buy six no comment eight? <laughs> definitely eight Definitely eight. Cannolis are really actually good for you. Uh, I mean, that's debatable. I don't think so. They're good for the soul. I read a thing once that said cannolis. I watched this thing. It was like a health show, one of those shows where they tell you that if you eat certain kinds of food and take certain kind of vitamins, you'll be 196. Cannolis are, if you eat cannolis, they'll kill you. I'm 58 years old. I'm still alive and I eat a plethora of cannolis. <laughs> I am living proof that's not true. All right, Andrea, we're getting, back to, we're getting back to Andrea now. Andrea, go to you. You were talking about, um, what were we talking about? You were going to make, and I asked you, I asked you to, to go through your recipe. Oh, uh, so we're talking about, so we're talking about how, like, what our meal is, what our go to meal is. And yeah, stuff you had something and talked about how we do, like, that, yeah, that I stopped you. Yeah, with. so we do like charcuterie and stuff and hors d'oeuvres on Christmas Eve, and then Christmas morning, I usually do like a breakfast. Um, yeah. And we were talking about the Grand Marnier French toast. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, do tell. Yeah, oh, do tell. That, right? Walk us through your recipe. Walk so, to be honest with you guys, like, it's super easy, right? So, you go through your normal steps of like your French toast, right? You've got your, you've got your batter, which is your eggs and a little bit of milk and stuff like that. And I do like a very healthy dose of orange zest, like two or three oranges in there, like by all means, you know? Yeah. Um, and then maybe a little bit of extract, depending. We'll see. Definitely a bunch <laughs> of vanilla um cinnamon all that sort of stuff like normal french toast stuff that you would do just doctored up with some orange and then um Mm -hmm. i'll do like a i'll get like a a loaf of french bread from like the day before so it's a little crusty i'll even dry it out further in the oven just to dry it and then um dip those guys in the batter put them in the you know nine by 13 and then um i will whatever's left over from the batter uh i will put uh healthy dose of Grand Marnier in there and then pour that over the rest of the French toast um and if it's just us my kids aren't big fans but if it's just like grown-ups um I'll put some like candy ginger on top and stuff like nice. that and then oh, throw that, that is in. a go Joe let's give it to her Joe come on <laughs> not gonna lie Very. hands down I, that that sounds fantastic. It's it's really good. One year I did a uh, peach amaretto bread pudding for breakfast with sliver, like candied almonds on top, like you know. Stuff like at, that. You had me at amaretto. I mean, oh, I love right? peach amaretto. <laughs> I love French toast. You know the best French toast I ever had in my life. Every year I would drive my parents' car back and forth to Florida. Right. Mm-hmm. It was back when I was younger. It was a one day trip. I could do it in nineteen hours. And one year I had to stop. I was hungry. I'm going to stop quick, get something to eat. It was like one, two o'clock in the morning on Sunday morning. I get off the highway in South Carolina and I drive. And I, of course, I get off the exit where there's nothing. I'm like, great. Right. So I'm driving and the next entrance is like four miles away. And there's just, it just said diner and it was open. I came in and it was a woman cooking. Turns out it was a mother, 
son-in-law and daughter cooking and they have nice. five kids. I'm like, Hey, I really appreciate you guys being open. They're like, we're open every day of the year, 24 hours. And the, they made some kind of French toast. I don't know what was in it. French toast is like you said, it's pretty basic. Yeah. It was the best thing I've ever had in my life. It, it was the best French toast I've ever had. It stuck with me. And I was like, and I got to be friends with them and, and you know me, I can be a little chatty. And anyway, so the next year it's Sunday morning and it's like, I'm coming through. I'm like, I'm stopping again. I'm stopping at the same place. So it's like 10, 15 and I pull in, there's nobody there. It's closed. And I look at the thing. It says open, open Monday through Saturday, 24 open hours open sunday 23 hours i'm like they chose 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock and they're open 365 days a year i picked the one hour what is it 24 hours in a day seven days a week 168 is that right 168 hours in a week i picked the one hour they're not there so it's like charge, up, man. it's like 10 of right so i wait and they're like I remember you. You're the kid from last year. I was like 39, 40 at the time. I'm like, yeah, I loved your French shows again. Well, thanks. I'm like, you're only open, not open one hour. She goes, yeah, we go to church. There you go. That's the one hour they're not open all week long. And it just says diner. I've been there like five times now. It's all says diner. It's a second to last. I love diner food. I love, I diner, love food. diner food. The Waitley Diner. Not going to lie. Oh, Waitley Diner is great. great. Food. And you can get, you go up there. You can get a cheeseburger, a fry, and uh, I get water because I don't drink soda. But it's like nine ninety five. Where can you get ten dollars? You know, with a tip, it's thirteen bucks. Where can you get a thirteen dollar lunch? Blue Bonnet Diner, Northampton. Yeah. I was gonna say the Blue Bonnet. Yeah, I love that. Another great French toast place. But they've got great everything they have forever. Lawrence Diner. I love diner yeah. food too. Yep. Diner yes. food is underrated. We did a a show back in the early days of this show. It was the oldest diner, I think the oldest diner in the United States, and it was in Maine. It's called the Maine Diner. And oh. we, we went up and they had uh it was the food, by the way, was was upscale. Uh, it wasn't diner mm -hmm. food. Uh, oh. They had some diner specialties on the menu too, like meatloaf and I got fried liver and onions. But uh they some of their their food i got there was a, a rack of lamb that would look fantastic Ooh. they had uh anything you can think of but it was the oldest diner in the united states i That's did the, awesome. saw the whole history of diners which was kind of cool but diner food you nice. know would, would it be great if we all went and they're open it's like chinese restaurants and diner food you can't go wrong on christmas if you hit one of those two places oh yeah i always thought hey I, next time i'm out we should do a diner crawl oh that's a good idea you know where? Yeah. I, do you know where Let's I went? Let's do a Massachusetts diner crawl. Diner crawl yeah, we got to get Joe out to the four one three though. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I, I mean, you could do a diner crawl just in the four one three. Yeah, easy, easy, easy. Mm. I'm gonna go off subject because last week uh, friends of ours had a really fun party. It was a candle pin bowling party, and it was in Shelburne Falls, oh. Massachusetts. And this place has no parking. It's off the main road, off the main street in Shelburne, Mass. And let, let's face it, it's Shelburne, Massachusetts. Shelburne, sure, Massachusetts. it's tiny. There's yeah. not a lot off. <laughs> Cute little town, some nice little shops. This place was like walking in in 1957, and it was so cool. This old bar, everything there looked, it, it wasn't like they, they bought modern day stuff that looks retro. It was the real retro stuff. <laughs> Jukebox with the old songs in it, like 12 lanes. It was amazing. 
Absolutely. All right, so we'll do that on our diner. Yeah, we got to hit the bowling. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, we bowled, and I'm, you know, I'm not a Greek god, but I'm, you know, I'm not an old Greek man either. I'm in pretty good shape, right? I have never been more sore in my life the next five days than Candlepin Bowling. <laughs> and I got to tell you, I grew up right down the street, Danko's. You know where Danko is? Yeah, yeah. That used to be a Candlepin Bowling, and I grew up across from the state police barracks. And we would go down there and bowl all the time. I forgot how hard it is. It is very hard not to hit a pin when you throw that little ball down that. It is really easy to put the ball in the gutter, rather. It's oh, not yeah. hard at all. I mean, it is. It's a hard thing to do. Yeah. It is. Well, you guys are young. But when you get old, I thought it was going <laughs> to die. But they had great, <laughs> a great little bar. They had a great beer selection. I don't think they had food. And I thought to myself, I'm going to buy this place. Put in food. Do the studio, move the whole studio, the Jones Barbecue Studio, home of Jones Barbecue, some of the best barbecue in the world. You can get it at csgbn.com. Go to our shop. That's what we do here, Andrea. We've got to pay the bills. I know, I know, yeah, I, no know. Choice. I know. But Joe's got to go. Joe's got to go. No, <laughs> Joe can just wait one more second. Anyway, I thought it would be I'm a great place. And candle, I looked it up. Candlebook Foley's making a big comeback. So if you can find like that old mm. diner kind of food in do a little candlepin bowling league like they used to have. Every Saturday morning, you know, in my age, we'd watch candlepin bowling. And there they had is. champions. My grandfather was involved with it. He was a, It's a big French-Canadian sport, believe it or not. Oh, really? Big French-Canadian sport. And they would... Is that where it or Oh, sorry about that, Dave. Yeah, I, I, um, think, I think it is. I can't back that up. I don't know. But I know a lot of French-Canadians play that. <laughs> I can say it with enough authority. You know, those people could just say things with enough authority, <laughs> and they don't know what they're talking about, but somehow it's real. Yeah, Canopin Bowling, that was invented in in, in Sherbrooke, in Quebec. And you're like, oh, okay. You must know what, what, you know, must know what, okay, yeah. <laughs> you must know what she's talking about, or she wouldn't say it. <laughs> or he, you know, they're just, they got it. That's it. But I mean, that would be great. And that goes back to that diner food. There's like a retro thing going on, I think, with with food too. I think people are kind of, you know, kind of infusing the old with the new and, and bringing back some of the old and putting in a little bit of the new simple things like meatloaf and, and liver and onions, which is, I, I think I was one of the only kids. I love liver. I love liver worse. I love liver and onions. I love meatloaf. Turkey pot pie, chicken pot pie, meat pot pie. Oh yeah, Canadian, yeah, pot pies were part of our life. Um, but I think it's a little, a little retro move there. I think it'd be cool. We should all go work at the bowling alley. <laughs> so, so, so heard on that. We're making a bowling alley. This is uh, what was this? This, this, this is, is the new, new avenue product? we're going down here. <laughs> That's our exactly. New <laughs> anyway, what do you guys got planned for? The, well, we're going to see each other next week. But what? Any big plans? Are you you're, are you staying out west? Your yeah, we're staying out west. Day. We got family coming pretty much all month, and then we're heading to my parents uh, the day after Christmas because my brother and his family are coming up. And uh, you know, like we've got this holiday party and that holiday party, and there's a party at the kids' school, and there's this and there's that. And so, like, <laughs> we've got three birthday parties going on. Like, we're pretty much this is like our only relaxing, like, non-scheduled weekend that we have. So yeah, you're the, I'm, you're I'm you're at that age. Drink coffee for as long as possible. <laughs> Your kids are at that age. Coffee's a survive. Coffee and maybe a little Irish cream are, are what helps you survive parenthood. In a glass of wine at night. Those are the parenthood survival exactly. tools. That's all you need. I texted my best friend yesterday and I was like, um, it's 3 p.m. and I'm having wine. Is there something wrong with me? And she's like, you have two little kids during Christmas. Absolutely no. not. No. <laughs> but the only thing wrong with you, you started at two hours late at that age. <laughs> <laughs> and then kids get so fired up at Christmas and they, they get so, 
not anxious, but they just get so wound up. We've had like packages come in because I've been shipping like all my niece and nephew's packages here yeah. so that I can wrap them before we bring them. And they're all like, oh, the delivery guy came. Like every time the doorbell rings, they like vomit down there. I'm like, don't touch those. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow you got to convince them that Santa brought it. Yeah. Well, so Santa does stockings, uh-huh. but presents come from family. Ah, that's pretty smart. Santa does stockings. <laughs> My kids figured it out way too young because I love it. I love the whole thing. We have a little like mailbox outside that I put up that says like Santa mail. And I sent an email to our neighborhood that was like, if anybody wants to have their kid write a letter to Santa, like I'm happy to write back. And I bought stamps that have like, you know, North Pole post office and stuff like that. So I'm going to doctor it all up. That's really nice. And the good thing about that is if they make a little list, you can give it back to the parents. And now, well, that's the thing, like, like, you know. Take a picture of it, send it back to the parents. Yeah. Like, by the way, this is what your kid wants for Christmas. <laughs> and that's important because a lot of times if they get something they love, like, wow, a tractor. Yeah. Then, or they're like, hey, socks, what's next? You can yep. tell what they yeah. like. You know? <laughs> it's so much fun. Where are you going, Joe? You stay, are you heading uh, down? To, where, where is your family now? So my family is from New Jersey. So either they're going to visit me here or I'm going to go down there um, because it's like I put in some time on off because I was like, eh, I'll give up Thanksgiving uh, and hang out with the good old hotel yeah. fam. And uh, yeah, I'm going to go spend some time with the fam fam. So that's, uh, that's <laughs> exactly. always nice, you know, especially we don't get to see him as much. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So then um, the other thing too is uh, I'm going to go to my old stopping grounds holiday party that is going to be, I believe next Sunday. Or this Sunday, I should say, since we are now into Sunday, you know, losing track of time and everything on us in the world. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, so that'll be fun. Um, it'll be fun to kind of see uh, all of my uh, good old colleagues uh, from before that I was class with. So, and God only knows that there's so many concierge events that have been going on. Um, we actually went to, um, which got, Sobo was one of them. Yeah. That's uh, why well, I was also there too, which was absolutely fantastic. Um, went to Lemoncello for the first time. That is a phenomenal Italian restaurant. I have and not been there. Really? Yep. Oh my God, we need to go. That's we on my we list. definitely need to go there. Let's exactly. Go this week. It's just... what, what day do you have this week? What day do you have off? Tuesday, Wednesday, actually. Yeah, let's go. Um, but... Let's go this week. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, it's family owned, family run, everything on else. They're so, so hospitable. And the meatballs on over there are to die for. Oh. They, I spoke to, um, but uh which got the one owner on over there um mo and he was telling me that literally they would go through four thousand meatballs a week Whoa. during the busy season i was like uh what i'm like well, you know what i actually just ate it so i'm not really surprised anymore i'm like you know it's like maybe, maybe we should warn them I'm, yeah, maybe we should warn them i'm coming so they can double Did their- they ship I know they might. I was about to say, you, you never know. You never know. You never um, know. I, I'm open. I'm open. <laughs> I would like to be in a circus. You know what I'd be? I'd be the guy. I'd stand on like this platform, and people would jump off the high, the, like the trapeze, and they would land, and it would catapult me up. And on one side there'd be a meatball, and then the other, I'd land on the other one, and then they'd prop, they'd nail me up, and I'd there'd be a cannoli, and I just, I just do it all show, right? The whole hour set. That's all I do. You should also do an entire thing that for the accuracy, if you don't, like, if you make it, you do grab it and you do munch it. 
I was about to say you should get like a, a bonus in regards to uh, how much you're already making for this. Dude. Right, right. Yeah. A little pay. Yeah. Exactly. The only when, problem when is three years later you can transition into like the world's biggest man. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, that would be an easy transition. But at, at the end of every show, the next day they have to get somebody at least one pound heavier jumping off that trapeze <laughs> onto the thing to catapult me into the air. Oh, meatball. So we'll do Lemoncello hopefully this week. I got Tuesday and Wednesday night free. I could come yeah, up. Yeah. Visit my daughter and we could do limoncello. Bring her and a roommate. They'd be happy as can be. Oh, Andrew, you want to go? Oh, that's right. You're on I the would love to, guys. You have no idea. <laughs> it's a six-hour flight both ways. It's a bit dicey. It's <laughs> a long ride. Hey, we you know, you, mean you don't want a pair drop into, uh, into the restaurant with us, Andrew? Listen, I, like, don't tempt me, dude. You know I will do <laughs> <laughs> Be like, yeah, does, does this roof open? Because uh, we've got a friend joining us. and. Uh... <laughs> She's a serious person. She will show up. <laughs> hey, we got to take a break. We have to go because my producer is going to say, uh, that wasn't 20 minutes, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, how long has it been? Not bad. 39. We're doing all right. Yeah, yeah we, uh, we just went up 100% over our time. This can be part one and part two. It'll be fine. I think that's a good idea. There you go. Yep. So you're just finishing part two. Hey, thanks for joining us here on part two. How am I ever going to break it up? No, there's just going to be one long part. But it was fun. Hey guys, thank you as always for joining today. I'm the only one who has to wear these headsets with my big bald head. You know, I was thinking about my head, Joe, is bigger than yours. I'm balder than you and my head's bigger than yours. Yeah, you've also got like 30 years on, Jeff. I know. Years for, first of all, is your head grow as you get older? Your head gets bigger as you grow? Let's say, did, did you know the statistical data in regards to that, Dave? I was about to say, after X amount of years, Raph has you going this way in regards to how big your head gets. <laughs> that must be to fit all the knowledge that's in there, right? Like, oh, I'm telling you, there's there's <laughs> knowledge or insanity. Yeah, well, one you know, it goes there's, hand in hand. There's a leak <laughs> somewhere because I tell you what, I know less and less all the time, and my memory gets worse and worse and worse. <laughs> oh, it's unbelievable. You guys are gonna you're gonna experience it. You oh, know I the, know. The best thing is when you hear that someone else has the exact like everyone has the exact same. Thing your age so you know it's not a real problem right you're just a normal older it comes with the territory it comes with the age it comes with the yep. territory but yeah. it's things like i'll be at the supermarket and i'm like down in dairy i'm like oh i gotta go back to produce i forgot to get the blank and then you walk down you see one person you know hi mrs mcgillicuddy and you talk to her for a while and you get down to produce you're like what the fuck am i doing here <laughs> i forgot what i came down here for and then you have to walk back to dairy because that kind of bobs your memory again oh that's right you know, I need scallions or green onions. Yeah. You call them scallions or green onions? I call them scallions straight up. Scallions. I call them scallions too, but they're green onions on the little computer. When you're yeah, when you're pushing the buttons and you put them on a scale and you're doing a self checkout. I don't know if you guys have this out where you you know in Boston or in in the the West in Washington, but I go to the supermarket and I scan. You know, I got a supermarket cart full of stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do the self checkout because mm-hmm. I have a little box in my cart. Long. Anyway, I, uh, if you scan the very first things, thank you. Would you like to continue? No, I fill my cart full of all the stuff, right? But I just wanted one thing. After I check out with my one scallion, which you call a green onion, I'm going to walk through the supermarket and I'm going to put everything back. Yes, I want to check out more stuff. That's don't have that around here, cart. thankfully. Oh, my <laughs> God. Why do they ask that question? Uh, I don't know. I get flushed, but I'm <laughs> I get flushed. 
Andrew Jorgensen, Joe Rondina, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Uh, we'll talk about what we're going to talk about sometime during this week. So we're ready. I have ideas. Yeah, yes, we'll have some great Indeed. ideas. Next week. But this is a good oh, idea because and, there is that gap time. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, no, I just wanted to go give uh, one final shout out. Um, yeah, definitely for those who are viewing on into this. Uh, definitely check out the Soa Winter Festival. Um, it's definitely a really, really nice treat. Like I said, plenty of areas to go grab um gifts for for the family during the good old christmas season that is coming on up faster than we all know and i just texted um, but, my daughter and that's where she was how can people is there they have a web page yeah they have a web page like i said that i'll have it on in there mm -hmm. um like i say uh, there are three little spots that like i said i'd recommend mccray's is the good old caramel shop um yeah. and crack sauce is that good old irish sauce and then there is one more. Um, We've got to get seconds. them on the show too, that crack on the show. Yeah. 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 I, I think we should get all of them on the show, to be blatantly honest. Uh, the you third should one. You should do a cooking seven. demo with the sauce. That's a good idea. That's a really yeah, good yeah, idea. That'd be, that would actually be absolutely phenomenal. And like I said, they're all local too. Oh, uh, give me one second. Probably going to have to add this on. And I just want to go get the last purveyor on in today. So probably going to have to do a little edit. Yeah. If you use that pumpkin sauce. And then you uh, do it over pasta, like some rotini with some crisp prosciutto on top and some sage. Ooh, that's salty. And then I love sage. That salty with the pumpkin juice. will be so good. The apple cider and the sauce. Ooh, you know what I'm going to do next week while I'm, I'm shooting? We're shooting a bunch of shows next week. So I'm going to okay. grab you on face. Actually, I'm going to grab you on Zoom. And you can talk me through that recipe while I'm making it. Okay. Yeah, get the sauce from Joe. Yep. I'll, and yeah. I'll see them Tuesday or Wednesday night. Yeah, All right, yeah. we got a joke. So much, so oh. much happened. You missed a lot. So the last one I want to go recommend is this place called uh, Tasteful Skin. Uh, they are a hold up, hold all natural. Again. Hold it up again. Sure. Let me go see. Can you guys see it? Yes. See my bomb. Yeah. So yeah, they do a bunch of all natural bombs on over there. Uh, for someone like me, unfortunately, I have like eczema. I have sensitive skin. Yep. That product, I've been using it for like the past week, and it has been absolutely phenomenal. Oh, oh especially like, this so time of year where it's like so dry. Dry, yeah. Exactly. And so. I, people are actually going to be really interested in that also. So we'll put that down here somewhere. What exactly. Don't forget to like, follow. <laughs> oh, like, comment, subscribe to the channel, baby. <laughs> there you go. That's Joe's my guy now. Like, follow, subscribe to the channel. Let us know what you think. Comment. They always say that, and I'm like, huh. But now everyone I work with, they're all like, you've got Dave, remember, you always forget. I always forget, right? But now Joe reminded me. From now on, when we do this, Joe's the reminder. That works. All right, we got to run because we were in trouble four minutes ago. Not six minutes ago, but who cares? We can do whatever we want. <laughs> hey, everybody have a great week. Joe, I'll be in touch with you. Hopefully we can catch up Tuesday or Wednesday. I'm sure my daughter would love to have her father take her out and her roommate for dinner because when someone else is paying, that's good. She's absolutely she's a good kid good kid hey we'll see you guys next week have a great week be safe all right sounds good hey Bye. We'll take another break here at something good we'll be back right after this hey that's it show's over thank you very much for joining us special thanks to andrea jorgensen seattle to sunapee joe rondina boston concierge thank them for joining us today don't forget the jones barbecue studio go to csgbn.com go to our shop and you can get some Jones barbecue 
It comes in a three-pack. It's a great Christmas gift, and we can still get it to you before Christmas. We've also got other great gift certificates to some great restaurants uh, throughout the 413 and elsewhere. Also, some food-related items. CSGBN.com. Go to our shop. It's Christmas time in the city. Until next week, we hope you have a great week. And remember, food is fun. Fun is food, and it's always foodie fun time here at Cooking Something Good. I'll see you next time. Bye now.